Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Good evening. How are you? Now we're going to talk about something and it might worry some women out there. It's got to do with infections down there and how you might get them from certain interactions with your other half and your partner. Infections of the bacterial kind, which I can't imagine are... Um, uh, nice at all. But listen, to talk to us a little bit more about this, someone who's got far more knowledge and expertise in the area. She is a consultant obstetrician and a gynecologist. We're delighted to welcome on Room 104 this evening, Dr. Anne Henderson. Dr. Henderson, how are things? Hi, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's very, very good to be involved. No worries at all. Before we get to this new study that shows the risk of certain types of maybe oral sex and different types of sex leading to uh, vaginal bacterial infections down there, myself and Saoirse were discussing earlier on the fact that Saoirse went to the gym today and didn't realise that uh, the front of her leggings had completely ripped off and exposed her, that, her nether regions down there. Is there a risk of ever getting infections from um, from the gym and bacterial infections from the gym when it comes to uh, people like Saoirse who, who don't you know realise that they've a well, massive hole in their leggings? That's an interesting question. And I, I would say uh, post-COVID, the risk of getting any infection now in a gym, I, I would hope should be minimal because as I'm sure you're all aware and I'm sure the situation is is the same with mm. you as it is uh, as it is here in England um the gyms are rigorously cleaned all the equipment is sterilized after each use so I I would have no worries uh, at all in that regard I think perhaps pre-covid when uh, you know the gyms were more heavily used as well, and yeah. certainly, I mean, you know, I I go to the gym regularly myself, and I even pre-COVID I used to carry my own little wipes and hand sterilizer because um, I've got colleagues at work who used to say you get more bacteria off the handlebars in a gym bike than than off the toilet seat, and you oh, know that no. that would yeah that's that's uh, <laughs> yeah that sets the tone, and that's probably uh, accurate. Um, so I think now. You're fine uh, as long as the gym is adhering to uh, regulations and, and so on. Yeah. But you know, if you if you are worried, um, uh, I, I don't see any issue with taking your own little set of wipes and wearing gloves, perhaps, or using you know the little bottle of hand sanitizer and wiping equipment over before you sit on it if you want to be absolutely certain. Not so much just because of the incident today, but just general, you know, just general hygiene. <laughs> I think that's probably good advice. And I think she should get a new pair of leggings. (laughs) 
Dr. Ron Henderson, that's great to hear. Saoirse, you have nothing to worry about after today's incident, especially now that the cleaning has been... Uh, the only thing that maybe would have gotten damaged today might have been your ego. But apart from that, you're good to go. It's a bit disturbing though, isn't it? I mean, it's never ideal getting your you-know-what out in front of everybody. Um, but at least it's not as dangerous as maybe someone getting a little bit intimate down there. Well, there has been this new research which has attracted uh, a lot of attention uh, in some in some unusual areas. I, I think there was quite a big debate in some of the tabloids in the sun and so on, and it's, it's featured quite a lot online. Um, but in many ways, the information in, in the in the most recent paper, which is was primarily looking at the risk of dental bacteria, so the bacteria that we carry in our gums, in our oral cavity, because of course it's not sterile, um, the impact that that could have on genital health. Um, and in many ways, this is not new information. It's just been produced in a slightly different format, and the actual bacteria have been isolated more accurately so so the paper is a slightly stronger argument if you like than some of the data we've had before but I I would say there's no need for anybody to to panic I think if men and women just adopt pretty sensible precautions women in particular I don't think uh, we're going to see an outbreak of uh, STIs or bacterial vaginosis just because of this new information. Well, that's good news. Now, I remember sitting at my kitchen table. My mom used to be a nurse and was just obsessed with the fact that men should never give oral sex to a woman because they're going to get the HPV virus and it's going to turn into mouth cancer. Is there any truth behind that? Well, the the cancer that causes uh, cervical cancer... Uh, and indeed other cancers, that also cancer of the penis and certain types of oral cancer is in the wart group or, or the technical term, the medical term is the human papillomavirus. Um, and that can be transmitted by any form of sexual contact, not just necessarily oral sex or penetrative sex. So that, but that has been on the radar for, you know, for many you know, for many decades. And of course, we now have fantastic progress because uh, women, well, young girls started to be vaccinated against HPV decades ago, and that is now going to be rolled out to boys as well. So the as far as uh, that type of cancer is concerned, the best form of protection is immunization, without a doubt. And we have amazing cancer data now from Scotland in particular, because they rolled out the new HPV cervical screening program before the, the rest of the of the UK, and their rates are down by 90% plus. It's one of the most amazing forms of, of progress that we've made as far as certain cancers are concerned. So the combination of the vaccination and our new streamlined superbly accurate HPV cervical screening is just a giant step forward. For the younger generations now, I would be much more relaxed about the risk of transmission of that particular type of virus, which, as as you said, can lead to, to certain cancers. But sadly, for the older age group, you know, it can happen. Both men and women could, could be affected. But 
hopefully the younger age group will, yeah. you know, will do do much better. Uh, just to jump in there, and you mentioned obviously the HPV va- vaccination being rolled out for, for boys and even, you know, it, it had never come onto my radar that this would have been even an issue that young boys needed to look mm. at. And you mentioned penis cancer as well. Is that different yes. to prostate cancer? No, no. Um, although, interestingly, certain certain strains of HPV have been implicated uh, with prostate cancer, but much less so. Um, that's generally found in much older men. It's thought to be also be linked to diabetes and obesity. So it's actually quite different to cancer of the penis. So many cases, not all, but squamous cell cancer of the penis, which is one of the commonest types, is strongly linked to HPV in the same way that cervical cancer in women is linked to certain types of HPV. They're almost mirror images of one another. Um, And, you know, there's been a huge debate for years about why boys were not vaccinated. You know, when when it was introduced for school-age girls, why was it not introduced for, for boys as well? And of course, that was probably a cost factor. But the evidence now is that you know, global vaccination of, of the whole population is, is the way to go, definitely. Before, say, the older age group, I say older, but I mean, I got the vaccine at 18, but it was after I'd had sex and I had issues with uh, the HPV virus and the rest of it. And I've had hospital stays and all the rest of that. Mm-hmm. For our age group and up, should we avoid oral sex? No, I, d- I don't think it, the data is not sufficiently strong to say you should not do X or you should not do Y. It's all about a group of behaviour. And I did a, a small article um, a couple of weeks ago on, on, mm. the, on this research. And my view was that women should look to take steps to protect vaginal health, regardless of whether they're worried about BV or thrush or chlamydia, because there are definite things that women can do that will promote healthy vaginal bacteria, particularly the lactobacillus, which is, if you like, that's the good guy, and the yeast and the BV and uh, and the other organisms are the bad guys. Uh, And there are many things that women can do to encourage growth of the lactobacillus, and that is the natural protector of the vagina and the genital area. There's numerous studies showing that women who have a really good concentration of lactobacillus are are much less likely to encounter bacteria, viruses and yeast. So I think rather than avoiding a certain type of sexual behavior, I think what women should be doing is looking to optimize their genital health, which you can do quite safely, quite cheaply, and then that will protect them across the board. So what are some of the, maybe the quick, simple things that you mentioned? That, that The one thing that I think all women, and I recommend it to all my patients, is probiotics. They are now, they're not a kind of a wacky fringe supplement that we used to think they were. There is evidence coming out virtually every month on the benefits in terms of vaginal health, gut health. They can prevent or certainly reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease, even strokes and so on. Because if you take a a probiotic on a daily basis, you're actually optimizing bacteria in the gut, the vagina, and so on throughout the body. Now, it's true to say that some of the the better quality ones are more expensive, but I would recommend patients do the research online, buy what they can afford, and take it regularly every day. There are even now probiotics that are designed just for women, and they have really strong concentrations of vaginal lactobacillus in them, so they're targeted at vaginal health. That's number one. 
Number two, I'm a big fan of organic sanitary protection. It doesn't matter what the brand is, but I would say avoid anything with fragrance, with gelling agents, with high absorbency. So look at sanitary, organic sanitary protection or a menstrual cup or something like that because there is evidence that they help protect the bacterial balance much better than some of the, you know, the perhaps the more long-standing products. Um, so I think these are two very simple things women can do and they can make a big difference. And it's less more, like, should you be using all these types of washes that are advertised? Absolutely not. So uh, going down the organic theme, if you like, um, avoid anything with uh, parabens, perfume, SLS, any of those, you know, synthetic quite aggressive washing agents you know they're bad enough on the body and the face but you know if you put them in the gentle area you're you're setting yourself up to experience problems the key the key is that they alter the ph of of the vagina the vaginal and genital ph should be very acidic uh, in contrast to the rest of the body and if you strip uh, if you use a heavy-duty stripping product or a product with uh, lots of perfume or additives, it tends to raise the pH and that upsets the balance and that's what kills off the lactobacillus. So you should really do as little as, as you need to. Water without the soap, to be honest, is ideal for many women and keep douches, deodorants, everything away. E- even Even using a lubricant... You're not using it every day, but you should use one that has as few ingredients as as possible because they can cause irritation too. Well, that's uh, obviously solid advice there. The good news, obviously, women, if you saw this news article floating around today or the last couple of days, you don't have to be too panicked. Uh, Oral isn't going to give you uh, a nasty or isn't likely, I should say, to give you a uh, nasty a bacterial infection and I suppose bad news for the men in the relationship who are going to try and use this to just not reciprocate and go listen I just it's for your health honey that I'm going to roll over and go asleep now yeah there's, a, there's always a there's always a, an upside a flip side to every story isn't there <laughs> there is but it is good news overall yes and I, I think if women use this as a, an opportunity to focus on what they can do you know that the the benefits are tremendous um, it, you get reduction in the risk of thrush, cystitis, you know, and all of these things are much commoner than than the sort of problem that we're dealing with. I mean, thrush yeah. and cystitis are the two, one of the two commonest sexually uh, related complaints that we, we see. Um, so if you can get rid of those, that that's a huge bonus. Lovely. Well, uh, thanks a million for popping on, clarifying a few things and giving obviously some solid advice there for us here this evening on Room 104. Dr. Anne Henderson, it's been an absolute pleasure and we'll chat to you again soon. Lovely. Okay. All the best. Bye-bye.